Hello and welcome to the Bones Horror Podcast. This is episode 14, Bird Box. Five years after an unseen presence drives most of society to suicide, a mother and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety. Hello and welcome back. This is episode 14, Bird Box. This is a film written by Josh Mallerman. I think that's how you say it anyway. I probably got it wrong again, but I have read the book. So, are you there, Steve? I am here, as ever. And are you there, Graham? No. Silence. So it's just you and I tonight. Unless Graham joins the call in a minute, he might do. He may not. <laughs> he must have uh, passed out in his soup or something. He probably has. Or he could be on that nudist weekend with Paul. You don't know. It's a terrifying image. Yes. So we're going to speak about Bird Box. So Rotten Tomatoes, Steve, what do you think on this one? It's a percentage, isn't it? I can't. Yeah. Um, yeah, out of a hundred. I yeah. think. I think it should be pretty up there, personally. Probably about in the eighties. Sadly, no. I, I, really? It is sixty-three percent. What? Yeah. I had a budget of nearly twenty million. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was a Netflix film, I I couldn't actually find any figures on a gross what it actually took but apparently it was watched by 26 million people on netflix because this was a netflix on a special film only released on netflix Hmm. um and that's why i was curious about it because generally they're shit yeah there, there are there are some good ones um not that many, yeah. but they're not that many terrible ones either. They're all kind of they're undisciplined, is what they are. They're it's like yeah. someone needs to rein them in. But this one, pretty good in that regard. I, I liked. Do you think they just throw money at people and say, "Come up with something"? Is that I think or, so. or find I don't a think, good book? Yeah, I think that's what happens. I think they stay out of the creative process. Is my take, and I think Amazon's much the same with their originals that they get people on board. I think the I mean, yeah, maybe it's different to Amazon, but I think to a degree they have a budget and just get the thing delivered, comment on it, and maybe get it cut around a bit. But I think they pretty much stay out of it and let people run wild, which is why some of the films, like, you just think, well, half of this should have been cut out. Have you watched many, like, like recently? I remember that in The Tall Grass. Have you seen that one? No. It's like a Stephen King and his son kind of. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Story. I fell out with them quite early on for that sort of reason. I was just like, why Why has this film been allowed to go out like this? And uh, I was th- sort of expecting the same thing here, but I thought it was okay. A yeah. Bit, certainly more than okay. I'm surprised it only got, what did you say, 60? 63%. Yeah. Mm, that seems a bit weird, weird to me. 
So it, it, the film was directed by Susan. This is it's either Beyer or Beer. I'd probably say Beer, spelled B-I-E-R. Um, I don't know much about the work she's done. This kind of seems to be the kind of most well-known film she's done. Had Sandra Bullock in. Mm. Bullock or Bollocks? Bollock? <laughs> Take your pick. It's neither, she, but okay. She, she's the main character and she played Mallory. You had uh, Trevan. I'm Rose. sure some people were calling her Valerie. I, I, I wrote down Mallory, but... Yeah, Mallory. It, yeah, it, Valerie. There was definitely some people calling her Valerie. Swear. <laughs> there might be a reason for it. I don't know. Right. So you got Trevan Rhodes played Tom and John Malkovich played Douglas mm. and Machine Gun Kelly. And you, you probably listen to his albums a lot, Steve. He played Felix, the young, the youngest lad. Yeah. You know, the blonde dad. Never heard but, of him. Um, he had a bit of a beef going on with Eminem. That was why I <laughs> heard of him. Stole um, his look, did he? Nah, just he's, he's a rapper and he's white, I think, and then he slated Eminem a bit. What, with, um, bleach, with bleach blonde hair and tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's actually his music's okay. I, I don't mind it at all. Fair enough. Um, so he played Felix. So we're going to start. We even spoke about what we've done this week. We can just move on from there because I haven't done a lot. Um, you done anything worth? You know, I. I held off. I think the most significant thing of the last week since we were on the last uh, show was on Sunday after that, I reacquainted myself with the pubs of my local area. Oh. For a good seven hour drinking session with Paul, actually. Oh, okay. And it was all very good fun. It was nice to be out around people, although I don't think it ended quite so well for Paul. Oh, was he quite. Is that. Quite unwell was he, or he was a bit unwell. Apparently, he he went he he seemed fine. Well, you know, obviously a bit pissed, yeah, but yeah. he got home all right, and then sort of one way and another had some food and threw up all over his new house. <laughs> See, I always put him down as a bit of a lightweight when it comes to drinks. Well, I, I don't know. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Yeah, but... I don't think I don't think it's fair to call him a lightweight, but he's not up to my standard. Yeah, we we only had about ten pints. That's quite a lot. That'd be a, that'd be a bit too much for me, really. I, I think I'd be struggling with ten yeah. pints of strong lager or beer, whatever. Yeah. Poor old Paul. But I haven't been to the pub yet. I don't know if I'm going to really because I'm quite enjoying just having a beer at home at the moment, watching what I want to watch. Well, it's cheaper. And, and I don't have any friends anyway, so who live around here? For our listeners, I used to live in a place called. Well, Suffolk, Norfolk, and I've lived there for many years. And then I've moved back down to Hampshire. So, like my friend, a lot of my friends, like Stephen and Paul, they all live up there. And you know, it's great we get to talk to each other, but we don't see each other really because it's like a four-hour, five-hour drive at times. So it's a little bit off-putting to drive all that way. Say so not and for if you're me. You're going to go up there. No, <laughs> but like you, you, you know what I'm saying. I've got three kids as well and a wife and. Yeah, two cats and a tortoise, and it slows, all, it slows the car down, doesn't it? It does. It, it it certainly slows slows things down. But yeah, I'll see you at the end of the month anyway. Yeah, so, looking yeah, forward to it. But then we can go to the pub, and that'll probably be the first time I actually go to the pub since before lockdown. So yeah. whenever that was, I see you've got to save it for April. a special occasion. Yes, definitely. So we're going to move on to the bit in the podcast that I liked. Call the beginning 
Let's do this. So we we can. So the film basically, it's hard to. It's one of these films that jumps back and forth in, I would say, five year kind of. Would you say? Uh, five year kind of the end of the film. I would say yeah, it's, a, it's around that. About, yeah, it's yeah. about five years, so it, it jumps back and forth throughout the film. Not too much, but it it literally does jump about a bit. Yeah, which which um, I sometimes don't like. I think you should start the thing at the beginning, like the podcast, move through to the end. But yes, I think the way this saves was, on confusion. Yes, <laughs> which we could do with. But you start off with what I suppose you could call the, the current situation, and it keeps yeah. flicking back to how you got there. And the majority of the film really is how they got to where they are in the opening scenes. But I think it was done in such a way that. It worked quite well. I didn't mind it. It did. I, I, I'm not sure if we should just work through it like in real time, like from five years forward. So it's going to, you know, how confused I get. So yes. like, I'm going to lose track of where I am, and then all of a sudden, the middle's the end, the beginnings. Yeah, we don't want middle, that. And, we don't want you getting any more confused. And like, that'd be it. So, so yeah, yeah. I guess we, we need we want... to explain what happens at the beginning, as in the the beginning of the story, not so much the film. In yeah. order that anything really makes sense. So what I've kind of written down mm. in my notes with Mallory yeah. was like with her sister and her sister coming to visit her and making sure she's okay. Yeah. Um, it, it comes across that she's pregnant. I don't know what point you find she's pregnant. It might have been in the hospital. Yeah, but... she had a scan, didn't she? That... So, yeah, she, yeah. She, was, she went to the hospital with her sister um, to, to have a, a scan and they... She's a bit. I don't. At no point did I think she wanted to give her baby away, but then it kind of like threw me a bit when the the nurse gave her a, a, a like a leaflet with adoption stuff on it. Um, yeah, and I was kind of. She referred to it as a, a, a as a condition, like a like she'd caught yeah. something. She she wasn't yeah, thrilled to be pregnant and not really but into the whole idea, and I think that was, you know. Understandable because she was quite a free spirit and quite young at heart, and I just don't think she was ready for it. I think that's the whole yeah. thing. But I looked at that and thought, look, the woman's in her forties, right? She looks she... in her forties. Oh, well, Sandra know. Bullock's probably fifty, I would say. But she looked to me, she looked like our age, or you know, yeah. well, I said young in at her forties. Yeah, you may be young at heart, but like you're having a baby, and and someone gives you, you know, you're in your forties and you're more mature and not, you know, someone in Young, I would, yeah, adoption maybe is an option, but nice I just thought that, yeah, was it, yeah, yeah, lyrical genius. So, like, be a rapper, uh, <laughs> like Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, exactly like that. And then, see where we're going, it's exactly the, like I am Mich- Machine Gun Kelly now, yeah, yeah and then Eminem true. can have another lawsuit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I'm trying to say, I thought she was mature enough not to, to be able to look after a child, and obviously, she I don't think there's any question doing. about she could. She just wasn't in that space, and uh, I think they conveyed that pretty well. That she maybe right to the end, yeah, yeah, she just wasn't that emotionally ready for it. I think, but something to bring up, I suppose, so that anyone has a clue what we're talking about again, is that. On the TV, before anyone went to the hospital, yeah, there was news breaking, wasn't there, all over the world, of some kind of 
I suppose you could call it a pandemic where people were committing suicide. Yeah, there was there was all sorts of mad people hitting cars and headbutting yeah. things. There, there was, uh, I remember, yeah, just chaos. There was chaos um, because people had started randomly committing suicide all over the the world, and it's it seemed to be certain areas affected at the beginning and others not. But it it was like it was spreading. It all rang a few bells compared to was, what's happened recently. Yeah, it was it was all over the world as well, wasn't it? Well, it was spreading. It wasn't there yet. Yeah. Not when they saw the news story, and it hadn't reached the US. But it was when they were at the hospital on the way out after the the, the baby scan, or yeah. whatever you really call yeah. it, that there was a girl in the corridor smashing her face into a window, and then I can't remember what it was. Something else happened, and it was quite clear that, and she realised. Uh, Sandra Bullock's character Mallory that it had reached the US and she was panicked by it she got her sister it was like we need to get out of here we need to get out yeah and then they they kind of they get down yeah they get in their car don't they they, they yeah they drive away that, that this is the other thing I've, I've seen this film twice but like, I still can't remember what happened to her sister but you, you might I do remember what happened to her sister so, her sister was driving uh, yeah and they were trying to because you know things have been going weird around the area it wasn't just what she saw people have been killing themselves all over the place and so they were trying to just get out there to somewhere out of the city out of all of this madness so there's lots of chaos going on they were trying to drive quite fast and then her sister who was driving saw something which Mallory didn't see she was looking in the back seat or something and she then turned well suicidal her sister just like glazed over and was like, "Yeah, did she crash the car or did she?" She crashed the car, but I think the idea yeah. was to kill herself because she drove straight into the back of another vehicle. But it, instead of killing, instead of crunching up and killing them, it kind of went up and rolled over. And her sister then crawled out of the car, and in front of her just walked into front of a truck. And was yeah, splattered. Yeah, so I missed that. That's bad of me. But I'm glad you explained it. That's what this podcast is about. Filling in the gaps. Filling in Kev's gaps. <laughs> Could take a while. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's a bit of, um again, chaos everywhere. Everything's kicking off. And I'm just getting to the house they end up in. She, she was like... Yeah. She was seen by one of the main characters' wife. That's and, right. They arrive at a house, and a, yeah. a woman comes running out to try and help. Yeah, uh, and it turns out to be the character, of, sorry, the wife of someone else that's in the house. Um, but she sees the same kind of vision. This whatever it is that's making these people commit suicide, she witnesses it on the way to help her, and just gets into a burning. This is really weird. She yes. just gets into a burning car. And sits there and dies in a fire. She actually that has a really good scene. I know it's brutal, but like she just literally yeah. gets into a car and it's burns crazy. To death. It is crazy. But they, they accept her into the house and she's now in this little commune of people as it will become, going into a lockdown, basically. So that that's kind of the beginning of the film where we can explain the characters a bit. And I didn't write them down, so this is quite good because I can literally you just talk about who was there. So originally, so you've got the owner of the house, which is the Asian kind of yeah, is it gay 
Gay bloke. I, I believe he was. I don't. I, don't, he, I think he was gay. I don't he know had his a, husband. He had yeah. a husband. So yeah, so he wasn't there. But you know. So you had him. He was yeah. Then you had uh, you had Douglas, which was the John Malkovich character, and it was, it was his wife who was set on fire. Yeah. Yes. You had Felix, the youngest lad, um, the rapid machine gun Kelly guy, and you had a kind of academy police officer. I can't remember what her name was. Um, no, I can't. Yes. Yes. Um, I, I should know what her name was. Her name was because I think I wrote this down. Um, let's move on. So it doesn't I can't read. I can't, <laughs> it doesn't really matter because I can't read my own writing. So, uh, Rosa, I think. Anyway, we'll go with that. Yeah, we go. We go with that. So, and then there, there was those two. There was Tom, was um, the black guy. There was he wasn't the black guy. No, there was two. Exactly. Um, there was two. The, uh, and the other one was, was called Charlie. Charlie, he was a good character. I like Charlie a lot. He, he worked in a supermarket. I know that much. Yeah, yeah. he was a bit, a uh, bit of a warrior, to say the least. Yeah. So there was them. There was a, there was an oldish lady. That's right. Um, I don't know where she came from or who, what no, she was called. She just appeared. <laughs> can't remember. Can't remember what her name is. <laughs> It's either I can't be Lucy. Um, I think it was Cheryl. Might have been Cheryl. I don't know. Yeah, she looked like a Cheryl. Yeah. So I soon tell you. Yeah, her name was Cheryl. We, I love Wikipedia. So, uh, and I think it was just them at that point. Is that yeah. right? Is there any more? <clears throat> Near enough. I think of. Yeah. So I think so. They were the little. The, the characters are all in this house, and are, are, they pull all the blinds. Yeah, I don't know at what point they actually work out what whatever you look at. I think it's the Douglas character who's got this pegged. Yeah, he's a bit of a grumpy sod, and very rude. And I but he lived liked... next door, didn't he? He, he lived he, next yeah. door. He was suing the owner because he wanted to change the layout of the house and build. Yes, some massive erection that he didn't like the look of. Yeah, massive <laughs> so, erection indeed. Yeah. Well, you, you, you comedian. Yeah. Hey? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's the type of erection you're thinking about, but it was... no, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He might have wanted to put a pink flamingo bar on the back or something. He might I don't well know. Have and 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 uh, mm. Douglas was suing them because basically he'd have to look at it and he didn't like it. Uh, yeah, but he was, he was a grumpy. He was a yeah. grumpy, rude a hole, really. But I quite liked him. Um, but they're all shacked up in this place trying to protect themselves, aren't they? And they back yep. out the windows. Some they have along the lines. I think it was Douglas worked out that if you look at this, and we don't really even know what it is. There's no, we never, we never sort of, really do, do we? Yeah, like a demon or some kind of unexplained presence. That if you catch a glimpse of it, not true of absolutely everybody, but for the most part, you look at it, it shows you something so hideous that all you want to do is kill yourself is, is kill yourself and also they hear voices they hear well mallory did um, a lot but yeah i think some of the others did as well i'm not sure whether everyone did it was weird but some of the scenes in that beginning chaos were quite sort of i quite like the whole setup this idea that something the way that scene panned out that something uncontrollable something you couldn't understand was spreading and was a real threat to lives. Yeah, it's the chaos that everyone. Yeah, drives. and cars just randomly suddenly just running a red light and 
smashing themselves to smithereen. It was quite impactful, that whole scene. And it's like, it makes coronavirus look kind of dull. It does indeed. Apart from the fact... Like, I don't know what it's like in America, though. I'd love to know, listeners, what, what how, we, how you're all feeling out there. Well, one of the things I thought was good was when they first were talking about it, they said, oh, well, you should see the, the women fighting over bottled water at the supermarket. And you think, no, 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 no. Real life's way more stupid than that. They'd all be scrapping over fucking bog roll. Bog roll and bloody pasta. I mean, if that, yeah, if they'd like have that. made this film, imagine if they'd have made this film and within it was a scene where people were coming out with trolleys full of bog roll in this massive crisis to help survive. You'd think, what the fuck are they doing? That's so not sad, real. Mate. It's a stupid film. Because like you and me, everyone would be, I'd rather go without toilet roll and get loads of beer and pizzas. And I'll be over the moon. I know. Do you know what I mean? I'll go out there with stacks of pizzas, alcohol, whiskey. Yeah. No, what you need, and there'll be all these others with. Who's having a better time in lockdown? <laughs> Me or them? Good point. So and who's having Who's having the best time? Shall we jump forward a bit? Because this mm. is this is where Douglas comes good. Because they, ha- after a while in this house, I don't think anything that significant happened but uh, you got the one someone turns up so we we just touch on that because oh, well, like what well, the girl turns a, up yeah the the girl um olympia yes she turns up and they don't want to obviously um douglas doesn't want to open the door and he's quite anyway there's a bit of a ruckus about that and guns yeah. are pulled anyway they, they they get olympia into the house everyone has to close their eyes or put a blanket over their head yeah and they let her in and she's pregnant as well so, like, we, you know, yep. that was the first person to be let in. They let it? in, yeah. So there's um, now two pregnant women in the house. Both. Eating loads. And she's a big big girl as well. I've got to well, not, I would say she's massive, but, like, she's a big pregnant girl who probably eats a fair bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's a large so baby. She, she, she likes her food. So, like, yeah, we were going to say they, they, they decide to, to try and get some more supplies. They have to get some more supplies. And uh, Charlie, There's... who works at the supermarket, I can't remember exactly what it was. He, he, he locked it up, didn't he? He, he yeah, closed, he closed right. it. He knew there was stuff there, and if they could get there, there would be enough supplies to keep them going for years. And uh, the only problem is, how Getting do you there. get there when you can't look at anything? I found this kind of scene, the driving, a little bit, unbelievable in some ways because obviously there's absolute <laughs> chaos out there they get into a car and they black all the windows out yeah and they're going to get to the supermarket via sat nav my sat nav takes me fucking all over the place i was gonna say you know wouldn't I mean? get there with mine no you wouldn't get there with mine you'd end up fucking on a motorway cross you, you, <laughs> you know it's it'd be two minutes down the road and it'd take you a 10 mile detour yeah you know but anyway that theirs is kind of their, their sat nav is amazing and it's got <laughs> proximity sensors. So if proximity they're about to sensors. drive into something, they can the bleeps get louder and louder and faster and faster. And they go, oh, right, go left, you know. And, it, and they, they negotiate where they're, don't they? And that, they, they do. But there, there is a couple of scenes where literally the proximity sensors are going off because whatever's, uh, I don't know, what whatever the creatures or beings, whatever they are, is setting them off because they literally... Yeah, everywhere, all over the car, they're you know engulfed by them, and, and the sensors going off. But they can't get into the vehicles either because obviously they haven't. They don't have a 
the ability to be able to open doors or or do anything other than no, they're not just they don't really have much of a physical. They're a bit presence, crap do they? in some ways. No, there's no physical presence to them, and, and they just make you kill yourself. But like, hmm. and I don't know what they get from it either, because we never got that explained. Do they feed off them? Do they? No, I know. There's very little explanation and much to get confused about. But there isn't in the book either. Oh, I haven't read it. No, it's a good book. I read it a long time before the movie. But they do, Um, they do get attacked by these sort of demons or whatever they are, and they escape all of that and they crash into the supermarket basically because they can't see where hmm. they're going. And the sat nav says, "You've arrived at your destination." And in they go. And in they go. And um, <laughs> there, this is where reality kicks in. Because, well, a mixture of the two. No one walked in and said, right, where's the bog roll? So that was unrealistic. But they, they all got a trolley each. They got a trolley each. And somebody said, right, where's the canned food? Because obviously that lasts a long time. You want canned food. Yep. Quite sensible. Douglas said... Fuck that. Where's the beer? Or no, where's the beer? You know what? <laughs> I wrote that down because I would be exactly the same. I know. Well, get, exactly the same. Get this. At the, at the beginning of lockdown, we had a bit of a booze crisis around here. You can go in, you go into something like Tesco's when it all started, and, and the beer aisle and the bog roll aisle were just empty shelves. And um, no one had had that brainwave in this situation. They hadn't gone and emptied the shelves. He was in hog heaven, Douglas. It was like. We're never leaving here. This is the best place in the world. Uh, but at one point, early lockdown, Paul actually said, we should give up drinking. I'm getting a beer gut. I was like, well, that's fine. You give up drinking. I am not doing coronavirus sober. Simple as that. If there is a time for drinking, it's being stuck in my house yeah, with a deadly I've... disease outside. This is the wrong I've... time, Paul. Simple as that. I've been worse. I, I, to be honest, I've probably had an extra can quite often a day, like an extra pint. Yeah, and well, I put I... on. I put on. A, I put on about a stone in weight. Um, mm. But it's it's hard when you when you don't like. For me, I have a couple of pints in the evening, and I'm watching a movie, and then it's like I ain't got to get up in the morning, so I have another one. So I finish this film instead of watching half tonight. And half yeah. tomorrow, yeah. and I literally and and I feel quite good actually in a lot of ways that like I feel happier. Do you know what I mean? Like chilled out. I know. I've got, yeah, and I do go to work, but I don't normally go to work till nine, ten o'clock in the day now, minimum. Um, I'm not getting up at half four in the morning anymore. No, and I don't think I ever will again. But like, it's 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 harder now. Like, you know, I've it's been hard. In lockdown, because lots of changes and, and things, but then in some ways, I've been quite happy as well. Yeah, I mean, by having an extra point, having an extra <laughs> so, point, maybe starting that on a nice day around midday with a nice cool cider. You know, that's that's been my. Sometimes I've done that as well. Yeah, the weekends I might might have one in the afternoons, and like now you might have like, it on a Monday. Yeah, if I wanted to, I can. There's nothing holding me back. If I had to go to work, I wouldn't. But like. Yeah, so we've all just become alcoholics even worse than we were before. Alcoholics and... But we've got off lightly. I mean, imagine a pandemic where instead of having to go out and do your shopping wearing a face mask, you had to go and do it blindfolded. I'd like to see that, given how absolutely useless everybody is. And the protests about 
having to wear a face mask in this country. There was people wearing tin hats and protesting over free speech, which is a complete misunderstanding. But they, they were really up in arms about it. And it's like, well, that's inconvenient and not really that much fun. It's... But imagine wearing a blindfold. Imagine doing your shopping blindfold. That's what these guys had to do. That's mental. Well, yeah, they got to drive. They can't even and drive. Is that see it? what they're driving or yeah. or anything. They have to, yeah. And everything you do, you you got to be careful how much you eat, how much you know. Do you know what I mean? Everything. It's like yeah, the rules have totally changed. There's a pretty but hefty uh, demand they, of they people. Fi- they find this supermarket, and obviously, I call it a supermarket. I don't know what you call it in America, but I call it a supermarket here. Um, but they find it, and all of a sudden, it dawns on someone: we don't. Why do we need to go back to the house? Everything yeah. we need here. There's, you know, there's toilets, there's place to sleep, there's food. Keep you going for a long, long time. Um, but still, ah, let me just, let me just. Before we leave the supermarket, yeah, um, there's some knocking at the door, isn't there? So we can get, yeah, there's they're... some knocking like at the back door at like the uh, maybe the goods in entrance, loading or bay or something, yeah, yeah. loading, yeah. So there's knocking there, and someone's asking to come in, and they open the door, don't they? Because like the well, Charlie recognizes the voice, yeah, it's somebody he used to work with because he used to work there. So, our listeners, yeah. <laughs> He identifies him as somebody called Fish Fingers, which is weird. Fish, because he because because he works in the fish department, didn't he? I guess. In the, so. uh, yeah, that would make sense. Which is clever. Which is which is good. Yeah, but otherwise a bit 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 weird being called Fish Fingers. Yeah, but apparently he was a bit mad anyway. Um, yeah, but he, he was keen to let him out and help him because he'd always been they'd always got on okay. And they started to open the door, and then it became clear he was kind of out of control. Not suicidal, but just out of control, and they were trying to hold him in. And actually, in order to save the other people, Charlie jumped into yeah. the, in the doorway and pushed the guy over so they could shut the door. And then the blood came under the door because... He'd obviously died he, or killed himself. He'd, or, he'd been bludgeoned to death or yeah. whatever was in there with them. Yeah, whatever was in um, there, you didn't want it getting in. So after that, they kind of decided, well, maybe we won't stay here. We'll take all the booze and the bog roll and go home. And, go, and they went to the house. <laughs> yeah. But they get the, yeah, so they... They, they got they home a lot easier. The... That was really smooth. Did you notice that? Yeah, there was no, no worries there. So they, they just whipped home. And not long after that, the characters of Felix and his girlfriend, where she ended up being his girlfriend because they were caught, you know. Yeah. Um, they took the car and I presume went back there or went somewhere. They went somewhere. I don't know where. But I, I think they probably went back to that supermarket because everything yeah. you need was there, wasn't it? Really. But they didn't come back, did they? No, they never came back. No, so they, they went. They went to the. They took the car, so they had no way of. Getting about anymore, the people there. Selfish bastards. Bastards. And they went back to the supermarket, but yeah, and there they probably were fine for a, a year or so. I would have thought. Yeah, if they, they got there, they would, they would. They would. Yeah, if if they got there, they would have been fine. Um, as long as they didn't open the uh, back door, they'd have been fine. True. So, 
we can move on, really, to the latter middle. Yeah. Um, well, they let someone else. I think that's the next. Significant so that, bit. that's that's yeah that that's the main thing now. So you got Gary. Gary really, with yeah. Gary with the eyes. Yeah. Like Gary laser eyes. You know. Yeah. So Gary arrives and they don't want to let him in, but the uh, Olympia girl lets him in. She she just lets him in, and obviously. Yeah. And and um. Well, she relates the dog... to the situation because she'd been yeah. on the other side of the door, banging, desperate to be let in. So she was sympathetic. But the Douglas Douglas kicks right off about this, and he's not happy. So they actually throw him <laughs> down into lock... one of the rooms and lock him in, don't they? They lock him in the garage. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, he's out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's a bit out of order, really. I think. Yeah. But then. If I'm being right and I'm following the right, you know, in in the story, they um they both go into labour, the two women, don't they? Yeah, and that's bizarre. That. That's bizarre. So literally within a couple of minutes, a couple of minutes of each other, they go into labour, and they both have babies within hardly any time at all. And then Gary starts being really weird about stuff and uh, showing them pictures he had drawn of these weird well he wasn't of, well, showing them showing pictures. them no he had his pictures he out got didn't he? pictures he had drawn. out which i would say are his sort of visual representation of the the thing that you see that makes you kill yourself yeah but that so the... he's one of those people who's not affected by it in that way he's a, he sees it differently and thinks it's beautiful and everybody needs to see it he's fucking crazy but, but they, they, yeah, they don't actually kill themselves. So whether that's a purpose, yeah, it must don't. be a purposeful thing by. But they they want others to see them as well. So they're yeah, like exactly, and so but yeah, he he wants to see the babies. He wants to, and he starts. I said he starts ripping the paper, newspaper and stuff off the windows and letting light in and yeah. And at that point, we lose a fair few people, don't we? Yeah. There's, there's a fair, fair few characters die at that point. Yeah. Um, they either kill themselves or Gary kills them. Yeah. and But then Gary's killed as well by Tom. There's a bit of a kerfuffle. Yeah. 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 And uh, Gary ends up dying. And then it's, the babies are born. Yeah, because the, the Olympia woman who was pregnant um mallory takes the baby off her and she just throws herself out of a window i think if i remember rightly yeah well she dies she dies she had had the vision i suppose whatever it is and mal uh mallory knew that and had promised to take had already promised to take care of her child if anything ever happened to her and that was why she was desperate to take her offer before she did anything crazy which she was certainly about to do and then did she threw herself out of a window and killed herself yeah she threw herself out of a window killed herself and that's kind of the end of them at the house really yeah um, so the only now. so the only people left is the tom character yeah and mallory and then the the boy and the girl who are newborn babies yes don't think there's anyone left I might be wrong. No, I think you're right, actually, yeah. 
there's one thing I missed which was quite interesting that we go back to, and I had wrote this down. One of the first people who died in the house was the owner of the house. Yeah. He just he decided that one way maybe of you know making their way around would be using cameras. Yeah. So he had like a camera set up in his in his study or whatever you call it there. Yeah. His office. So he they tie him to a chair and they put on the cameras and he sat there so that everyone else leaves the room and he's watching the cameras and tied up. Mm-hmm. And then whatever he sees, there's a lot of he does see something in the end and there's a lot of banging around and they go in there and he basically kind of falls off the chair and smashes his head and then dies. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to touch upon that because that, that was the, that was quite a good scene. But like, I thought it was a good what, idea that yeah, maybe proved that you can't vision, use cameras. Yeah, yeah you, th- that didn't work. So if you could find a, a virtual reality kind of headset that yeah, just you, showed you the world as opposed to a game, you could get around quite easily. Yeah, you, you could have your end under a blanket, and yeah, you could, you know, yeah. like, like even like a what do they have on? Uh, uh, on submarines, those kind of what are they called um, periscope. Yeah, you kind of. I can imagine you'd have a camera and a periscope, and it's like a you know, digital periscope. That you could, yeah, yeah, like a, you could see what's going on without actually looking at it with your real eyes. Yeah, that but that didn't idea. work anyway. They just proved that whatever. If you saw it on a camera or you saw it, however, yep, you're doomed. Yep, that's you, what you happened. are. You are fucked. Yep. So. That's kind of the end of that, and 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 the next part you get to is like, I presume it's like five years later because they're at a different house, Tom and Mallory, and the two kids are now five years old. Um, mm-hmm. The the little girl was the daughter of Olympia, and and the boy was Mallory's. That's right, isn't it? And it, yeah, she doesn't yeah. give them names either. It's a bit fucking weird. Um, no. She it's a very them... weird thing that throughout the, the rest of the film, which involves the two kids quite a lot, because they're... Yeah, we'll get mm. to it. But she just refers to them as boy and girl. They don't have names. It's like, boy, come here. Girl, go to bed. Whatever. And I'm thinking... She's very days, strict. She's very, she's very strict, strict because she's trying to help them survive. She's trying not to give them hopes that aren't going to be lived out. So she doesn't tell them nice stories and, you know almost make them wish for a life that they couldn't possibly have because of how the world has gone and you can't go outside without a blindfold on and you know it's all pretty yeah. grim and you've got to be taught to survive so i think part of the reason she didn't name them was about not becoming attached attached or... even though she clearly was i think that was the idea was that if i don't name them they'll be just like farm animals but if you were to do that now that's probably sexist yeah, call a boy boy and a girl girl just because girl. of their just because of their biological. You don't have to call them. You don't have to call them it or something or yeah or you know it, it one and it two in case they were binary. Yeah, because they it, they well you know it's a bit awkward if one of them turns out to be gender fluid. <laughs> you know, they they meet some more uh, of the unblindfolded people with the eyes. Yeah. So this house they're staying at. Yeah. They get they get attacked by them. So we're going to move on quite quickly through that bit because they get attacked by them. But Tom takes the majority of them out. I think he does get shot. Yeah. Well, there's the, yeah. Maybe just 
Can I, yeah, wind it back to the transmission as well? So we... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, About the, the, the community. There is hidden. clearly a community that is living reasonably uh, undisturbed by these things and quite healthily some distance away, which you can't get to unless you're going to do it blindfolded and it involves on a, like a river. You've got to go the whole way down. I don't know how far it actually is, but you've got to get like row your way there blindfolded potentially is what's going to happen. Madness. And that combined with the fact that, but they kind of promised them a life that they'd want, don't they? They're like, yeah. to, to Mallory and Tom, it's like, you can come here, um, but we don't think you'd make it with kids because there's a rapid where... Yeah. So yeah, there's a rapid, and they tell them, "Well, we haven't got kids. This is for adults." That's what they actually tell them on the over the radio. Do they? So they, they oh. yeah, they, they. She actually tells them it's for adults. But one of them has um, to sacrifice themselves because yeah, you'd, some... you'd have to look to get down the rapids. Is the idea, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But uh, wow. But so, also, Mallory's not into the idea, is she? She's like, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And then there's also. Yeah. There's those gangs of people running around who are like like Gary was, who don't commit suicide by seeing this vision, but are running around trying to get everybody else to see everyone it. else to look see it. Yeah, I don't know what the motive is again, but that's what's happening. There's these gangs going around; everybody needs to see it, and they're looking for people to do that too. So yeah, they were they were gonna the four of them when they were gonna make their way to the to that community, try and find their way there. But yeah, the, these these people kind of turn up hmm. and they're trying to escape and that's at that point that when they're getting shot at and they're nearly going to die that Tom decides he's going to use his eyes doesn't he Yeah. and the thing with Tom is and we didn't explain it about his, his, his character I think he was like he was definitely military wasn't he like yeah he was stationed he in was, Iraq I believe yeah so he knew how to handle a gun so he literally he takes out all of them yeah but because he's opened his eyes, he, he shoots himself as well. Mm. So he shoots the last member and then he, he kills himself. So Mallory then decides, you know, they're going to they get into the uh, the boat. Now, the other thing we've skated around as well is the whole thing about Bird Box. Um, when they're at the supermarket, I don't know why, but it's, that's, I think that's where they get the birds from. Um from a bird cage. So whenever hmm. these entities or whatever the fuck they are decides to show themselves, the birds go mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. They go absolutely mad. So they've got these like pet birds in a box. So, you know, the two children and Mallory and the little birds make their way on the boat. And they're told that the kids are told, don't you cannot look, you cannot, you know, yeah. You have to do everything we say. So they make their way down on the boats. You know, they do meet a person, don't they? Um, yeah, but he's one of those, was, you must open your eyes again, type people. In the middle of the bloody river yeah. or whatever it is. And she hacks his arm off. Yeah, that's quite that's quite a good scene as well. So blindfolded, I might point out. Blindfolded. blindfolded. That's the thing. Everything's blindfolded. Yes. So that's, that's why I had low expectations of these film. Sorry, this film. It's because... In the in the trailer, as I remember, and I've never read anything much about it or 
seek to learn anything about it beforehand. But I kind of thought it was going to be a bit of a ravenous type film with like yeah, three people floating around in a boat blindfolded and like fucking chairs I, everywhere, yeah, fucking stacks wardrobes. of wardrobes. I thought it was going to be utter yeah. garbage, to be fair, especially that it was like tarnished by the Netflix original. Uh, yeah, but no, I think yeah, it, it was it was it was good. But I guess if you'd have had that scene, the whole journey down the river blindfolded, just panned out at the end of the film, it wouldn't have been that interesting. But because you kind of did a lot of that journey in little snips throughout the main yeah, story, yeah, it was probably yeah. a bit better. And then you just realised at the end or toward the end why, <laughs> and finished it off. So. They do stop on the way down. I can't remember if they get back in the boat and go again, but there's like a, seems like a lot of hospital or something like that, that she yeah. goes off to. She leaves like a, like some string or something and she leaves that behind her and she yeah. goes off and, and. Well, they had a bit of a catastrophe, didn't they? Cause she, yeah, they lost, lost ran the into, bag. there was yeah. a truck or something in the middle of the river. And she hit it and the boat capsized and she rescued the kids, but the supplies and blankets all were lost. So I think the purpose of that was just to get blankets and food and whatever, which I think she did. Yeah, she got all that. But again, the entity things were there chasing them again. Yeah. The little girl nearly got, she was lucky. Yeah. She very nearly, because she she got out of the boat and went off um, trying to find... But she did have the foresight to tie herself with a rope, not literally tie herself to it, but she had a rope back to the boat, the little girl. She she walked yeah. off and there was a rope there. And when Mallory came back and found it, she, the, the girl's walking along and suddenly just disappears backwards out of shot and just comes back into shot on her back where Mallory is. And she just yanked her with this rope. <laughs> There was there was some unbelievable that, that was quite good that scene because I can imagine she would have done that she was like you, you yeah. I told you to stay in there and just, yeah she pull was her back but like yeah but I, I found it weird that the little girl actually got out boat in the first place because you know maybe she's mm. a bit like her mum her mum was a bit of a dopey one though wasn't she to be honest her, her real mother was yeah yeah I yeah think. so maybe that's why she was nothing like Mallory and that's why no Mallory the boy was, was she actually admitted that she said. I'm too soft, I'm too scared, I'm not like you, and that was how this whole, will you take care of my child if anything happens to me? Because she trusted her to... Too strong. She was strong, exactly. So when they get back, so so they do go on another little boat trip, I'm trying to remember this bit, so from that point, they go go on another little, a bit further downstream into the rapids, yeah? Yeah. But she was, one of them was meant to look at that point, and I think it was going to be the girl, wasn't it? Well, I wonder what you <laughs> oh, made I got of that. the feeling. I got the feeling it was going to be the little girl. Well, I think who was that going the, to have to do the looking. I, I found this a little bit emotional because she'd already said, well, when we get to the rapids, somebody, and I'm not going to say who has got to look so that I can steer the thing because I can't die because then there's no one to steer this boat. You two can't row and steer a boat down a rapid. I have to survive in order that any of us get there. So one of you two is going to have to look. One of her kids, one, you know, literally her son and another. Yeah. And they're having this discussion, aren't they, about when they're approaching the rapids, she's got to decide which one of them is going to look. And the boy (laughs) keeps offering. 
and says, I'll look, I'll look. And she's like, I, I, no, wait, no, I decide no. who looks. I've got to think about it. And you could see the girl that she was yeah. like, it's going to be me. It's going to be it me. Is. It's going to be me. <laughs> it's going to be me. I'm going to have to do that. And then, and when she said, I'll do it, then the crisis of conscience hit Mallory that, and she couldn't do it. So they all ended up going down their blindfold. But that whole, the way that whole scene was, I thought was really good. I mean, it, yeah, kind of heart wrenching in a way, but it, it got me. It's good. So they, they, they make it down there. I don't know how without anyone looking, but they make it down there. They have, yeah. um, they do get capsized, don't they? <laughs> they have to uh, yeah reconvene with the aid of a uh, bicycle bell, but they get there. They, they they get there and then they're like in like a wooded area when they get out. Um, and they hear lots of birds. They do. Yep. And they that's where that's what they're looking for. So they make their way towards the birds, and while doing that, there's obviously entities from all angles. Yeah, they ramped them. it up, didn't they? They certainly did around that area, which, which you'd thought there wouldn't be many there, but they just seem to be everywhere. Everywhere you go, these things are there. So I don't know how many of them, or how big they are. Um, mm. It's just weird, isn't it? It's like... But they were clearly... So they... Just to point out, they, they were... They weren't just random occurrences. They were trying to stop her getting where she was going, and they were trying to take the kids. Yeah, they definitely wanted the kids. Why, well, I don't know. No, we never know why, but there is definitely an intent there to basically fuck up their shit. And if they can do it through the kids, they will. And so they were trying to, they were trying to convince the kids that the, voice, the voices they could hear was actually Mallory, and that it was okay yeah. now to take the blindfold off. And I think they just didn't quite manage it. The kids wouldn't. Nearly, yeah. And it was very close, yeah. But they, they get that they they find a building and they manage they just knock the door and get in. Don't they? Well, yeah, yeah. They they bang on the door for a while and are a bit worried, I think. And then, and then some, they someone let them in. And it's it's a uh right, a school for the blind, I think. Which kind of makes sense. Yeah. It's the it's a, it's it's predominantly a blind community. And a few and other lots people, of birds. and lots of birds. Which uh, he, the the guy that's sort of running it or set it up even says the birds are there to pre-warn the the non-blind people who that something's coming. So it was like protecting the people who could see, but the majority of them couldn't. So they were sort of in a way immune. And that's pretty much like the end of the film. Mallory actually sees like that. I think her name's Dr. Lappin, I'm reading here. Um, yeah. And she was, which is, I thought was a bit weird in some ways. She she was the nurse, the midwife, you could call it, um, f- from the hospital when she had her scans. Yeah, right at the beginning, yeah. yeah. Which was a bit of a... Happy coincidence. Yeah, yeah happy. I, I didn't think that was that realistic, but yeah. But she got and to then... see her kids going off to play. And she, and even she gave, gave them, them names. names. Exactly. She gave them names. So she named them after Tom. Yeah. And Olympia. Yeah. Oh, I just got a message. Hang on. I got a message from Graham. Yeah. Tell him to fuck off. We might we might actually, <laughs> he, he might be coming in, mate, right at the end. Well um that's good news. Oh hang on. Oh fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Edit all that. Like no, yeah. I'm not going to edit that. that it, was, it, uh, I know that that was that was irony. <laughs> <laughs> so 
she gives the children names and says, oh, I'm your mother. And that is where the film ends. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. There is a new book of this called Mallory. And yeah. I know there's a, another film being made. Definitely. Mm. There will be a second one. I don't think it really needs one, but okay. I think it's more of a more story of Mallory because I don't think that she's going to end up staying that long at that school for the blind. I think things are going to go wrong. She's going to go off on a crusade. She's going to have. She's going to have to go somewhere. Take else on and, the uh, the force that yeah. needs to be reckoned yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, Could it's be. Graham. Look. Could be. Great. Yeah. Good evening. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Have I missed anything? <laughs> um, we are literally at the end of us reviewing Bird Box, not Bird, bird Brain. Bird, bird Brain. Bird. Yeah. <laughs> How appropriate you should turn up at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Considering you hadn't so, watched the film. It's, 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 no, have you watched it now? No, I haven't. No, that's not oh, why okay. I've that's been lucky delayed, then. I'm afraid. What's okay. it about then? <laughs> we have to listen to the podcast. It's about um, Robin Williams in this this film where I think he he was he was gay and he you know Wasn't that Pat Adams? well maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, but it, it was. We're going to get on to rating and how many bonus. So, where the hell have you been anyway? Yeah, um, uh, what have you done this week? <laughs> yeah, you're uh, 50 minutes late for the podcast. I I, I do apologise. <laughs> I really do. Um, I've you, been oh. buying the wife a Christmas present. Fuck off! That's no excuse. <laughs> it was a big no, Christmas present. Fucking July. How big? What? I'm lost. <laughs> All what will is, be revealed. What is the Christmas? Well, that you can't tell me on a podcast, I suppose. In, well, even I though the, chance, the chances of her listening to it are absolutely zero. So you well, might. Well, well, she, she was. <laughs> it's been a really good episode tonight, actually. Funny enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I shall. I shall bring absence more often. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Jo- Josie was with me as we bought it, so you know she she basically pretty much chose it. Is she again your wife? Is it a dog? No, no, we've got one of those. Don't need another one. Cat. Got one of them. Oh. No, I've I, I, I bought her a new kitchen. What? Fucking hell, we've just gone down the four listeners. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah. Bird, so box. Bird box. Bird box. <laughs> Yeah, nice. That's that's nice, Graham. Yeah, a new kitchen for your wife. You got her a, a chain as well. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. He's, he's hidden her flip flops as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! So bonus, right? I'm going to go first tonight, Steve. All right, you go first, Kev. And this is the funny thing: I watched it the first time. And I think I watched it with my oldest boy, Ollie. So I wasn't looking forward to watching it again. But I really enjoyed it the second time. Mm-hmm. Much, much more than the first time. And because of that, I'm going to give it an eight. Mm-hmm. Because I just thought it was 
so much better on the second watch. I don't, I don't know why, or just everything seemed a bit clearer. The acting was good. Um, the characters were interesting. I think all of them. Um, and I know we don't see any entities really, or you see some leaves moving. They're invisible, aren't they? Um, I just think it was an in- it was just interesting throughout, and it kept the tension going and. And yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable at times, but and then it was believable that they managed to get through it. So for me, I'll, I'll give it an eight, and uh, I enjoyed it, and hmm. I'll probably would watch it again at some point, maybe a year or two down the line. I might revisit it. Yeah. So yeah, eight bonus. Good. I like that. I'm gonna give it an eight as well. I think it was very nicely done. It wasn't, it, unlike some Netflix I've seen, films I've seen, it, it, it didn't need reining in. It was well judged. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought Sandra Bullock, but it is Bullock, isn't it? it if Bullock. you say it properly, she, she, yeah. She was great. Yeah, she was. And a number she of was, other people was, in there were great. I thought John yeah. Malkovich was great. Him as the grumpy old bastard, he, was, he yeah. was funny. And he was a great drunk as well. I thought that he was, was a good drunk. Yeah. You know, he really lightened up once he'd had half a bottle of whiskey. He was a lovely character. After that. <laughs> half, half bottle of whiskey, he was yeah. your best friend, really. So, sounds like he, a character I can relate to. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, was, he was great. You don't become anyone's best friend after half a bottle of scotch. <laughs> <laughs> I become the best friend of the bottle. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah. Eight and an eight. I think a solid eight, yeah. And that's the second week in a row that's happened. Was it? Was it last week as well? What did we have? What did we... What's last week? Oh, 148, I think, wasn't it? No, last week was... Last week? Last week was something else. Oh, that's the last one I can remember because it was any good. (laughs) It was Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that definitely didn't get eight. Was that mine? That was mine, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah. So who's... who's, We'll get to that in a minute, anyway. So... That was episode 14, Bird Box, with eight boners. So let's move on to what we watched this week. Yes. What have you been watching? No, seriously, what have you been watching? I've been waiting for this this week. Now, I've watched only a couple of... I think I've watched more than I think I've watched. But <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure I watch some every night, and I can I only wrote down two movies, which is unlike me. Now I kind of found this channel on my Xbox One. I just typed horror into it, and it brought up all these horror films, like like an app. I can't remember what it's called, but like there's loads of stuff on there, and there was some interesting bits and pieces on there. So the first book I watched, um, the first watched movie book. I watched. The first movie I watched was Book of Blood. Now, that was by, you know, the same guy who wrote Hellraiser. Um, I'm going to have to look up what his name is now because I'm getting Clive Barker and I should know this. I've read most of his books. So, like, it was an 80% Rotten Tomato film and it's pretty much kind of a paranormal film investigating a brutal murder in a house. Um, 
but it seems to be this house is like the intersection of a supernatural highway where all these dead people kind of go through into the afterlife um and they're kind of right and it comes across that they're they're writing their not, not their life story but like implanting it onto this person's body and his body's like this kind of scripture and they're a it's really quite awful in, in, in parts. It's a really good movie, but like you can see that his skin being etched with like, you know, in blood. So I won't go too much into it, but I really enjoyed it and I'd never seen it before. Um, a fair few English characters in it and that got 80% Rotten Tomatoes. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend that. And I watched it for free on this app. But if you if you've got an Xbox and you type in the apps, you just type horror, this app will come up and there's just loads and loads of horror movies. And another one I watched on there was called Run Bitch Run. Which was like a grindhouse film. Do you know what that is? You know what that is. Mm, yep. so, yeah, yeah. So like it was like it was a lot of naked people in it. There was a lot of people getting killed um it was about two catholic girls who were selling door-to-door bibles and things like that and they, they arrive at a house and at this house things go pretty wrong for them um because they're because they were Jehovah's raped, Witnesses. raped well no they're raped and everything else and oh. it's like a revenge one of the girls stays alive and it's like a revenge kind of film where she, oh, goes, she goes off killing them all off thing, yeah. exactly like that but there was a lot of like that kind of grindhouse music and and it's not even that old a movie I, don't, I think it's like a 90s movie let me just look up what it was but like it kept me engaged for the, for the whole film you know it's like I just thought it would be some cheap crappy movie mm. um, and it wasn't it wasn't at all. It was it was it was well done. You know, a lot of the music was like it's two thousand and nine, but it looks like it's made in the seventies. Kind of. Okay. But so uh, when I'm looking at it, it's only got four point two on IMDB, but I enjoyed it. And that's the main thing. Yeah. And the budget was twenty five grand. Nice. And there's nice. lots of naked people in it and everything you want really from a movie. Um and that was all I watched this week. Yeah. How about you? How about how about you, Steve? Oh, I'm sure I've watched more, but I just can't remember. Well, I watched a film. Yep. Last night, on the recommendation of a mutual friend, and I know you have seen it, and I'm going to give it a ten straight away. And it's called Machete. Yeah, I've I've seen. I don't think I've seen the set. Paul sent me a message about it saying, that have, "Have I seen it?" Because it's great. It is great. The nuns are great, aren't they? The nuns? Well, is there nuns in Machete? There is a it's... nun. Well, there are some nuns, yeah. But yeah. Lindsay Lohan dresses up. Yes, and goes out for revenge at one point. But yeah, the that's whole thing like is absolutely fantastic because it's not. It doesn't care what the story is. It's a. It's a movie for movie's sake. It's like it's a Robert Rodriguez film, yeah, right? Like yeah, yeah. Danny Danny Trejo, is it? Yeah. Robert De Niro. Most, most of the cast of Dust Till Dawn, basically. Yeah. 
with a few others. No, um, that's, that's, that's a Kraken film. But it is there for pure spectacle. The story makes absolutely no sense. I don't even know what it's about. I don't care. It just looks fantastic. It's great. There's a second one. I think that might be. There is, yeah. Machete Kills, I think. I don't called. think I've seen it. Paul, Paul sent me a message saying he needs to watch no. it. And I well, based on the like... first one, I'm definitely going to watch it because this was well, an hour and a half of just pure cinematic madness. It's so over the top, but it doesn't matter. It's it's a mo- it's, it's not trying to disguise the fact that it's there to entertain you. It's a movie. But I did mention to Paul, because like, he was oh, you need to watch it. It's, it's really good. And I said, why don't we do a Boned After Hours like, short podcast? And I think he's up for it. So it might be that we do a small... Well, we could do that one. on the sequel, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm up could, for that. You know, just I, do, I, I'm going to watch a, it. A smaller podcast about that, because it is really good, and it's stupid. And, um, yeah, but it's also genius. It's the, the, if so you talk many famous films, people in it. Yeah, but you talk about films being well shot. Well... There you go. That looks fantastic, that film. It's it's daft as a brush, but it just looks awesome. Lindsay Lohan's amazing. Yeah, well, Michelle Rodriguez <sighs> doesn't look too bad either. Oh, yeah, she looks good as well. So and... we've watched, you know, between us, we've got some good films this week. Well, yeah. I think, I think. Graham, oh, I was pleased. How, how was Frozen 3? Frozen um, 3 or Pinocchio 5? What, what was it this I week? haven't watched Frozen 3. I don't think that the film actually exists. Um, no, I, I, I've obviously not watched a hell of a lot. I've I've watched a lot of the inside of B&Q. Really? Oh, kitchen oh. shopping. Yeah. <laughs> I've also... I can imagine it. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have watched uh, a few TV series over the last week. Um, and YouTube videos... Nothing, nothing particularly standing out, though. To be honest, um, it's been a bit of a weird week. To be honest, yeah. you missed a good film. I, I right. dare say, and I may, I, think, I may actually watch it. Yeah, you know, I think, it, it's, I think your missus would like it. Yeah, it's, it's got it's a good, good. write up from uh, from you guys, so yeah. might actually be worth a look. What was it called again? Birdcage, Bird Box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> hang on, Bird Brain. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we watched this week. So next week's movie. Now I don't know I don't think it is me to choose, but there there is one I I kind of wrote down because I did think it was my turn, but but it's up to you guys. Like it might be your turn, Steve. It might be I chose this one. You chose that one. I chose Bird Brain. So it has to be me. Or no, Graham. it must be it must be Graham then, because oh crap. Um, well, okay. I do have one written down. It's up. It's up to you. We can do mine or we can do yours. Um, it depends. Um, obviously, I haven't I haven't really prepped since uh, since I knew I wasn't really going to be able to be here. Yeah, um, my, my my presence is somewhat of an illusion. Um, I've, I mean, I have got a few in mind, but I don't know how strict we are on. Uh, on, on making sure people have access to them uh, through the likes of Prime and uh, Netflix. I think for, for for me, I've got access to whatever I want. Um, mm. Steve's fucking loaded, so just get on with it. Yeah. He, <laughs> well, if that's the case, we, sh- you know, that, that if you don't mind renting stuff, Steve, I've got some great stuff eh. to go through. But like, all of this pauper stuff is because of Paul. I don't care. 
Yeah, that's why we were. Yeah, we didn't. We only had Prime and Netflix because mm, we didn't okay. have any money. Um, and the other thing is whether I want to go high or low brow, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> not the, I know there's Fucking not necessarily hell. a lot of difference Fucking, between. Let's them. go eyebrow, shall we? Just pick eyebrow, something okay. good. <laughs> Ah, no, no, forget highbrow, lowbrow, good. That's the criteria. I want a good right. film. Okay, oh, let's have want... a really shit one. Or if it's, all right, off. yeah, we can do that. If it's going to be <laughs> shit, though, it has to be properly laughably shit. Okay. I, in which case, I will make a suggestion. Um, Go on. The, the, it's a film called Society. Fucking hell. Is that Robin Williams? No, no it's not. No, it's weird as fuck. It's good. Oh, that's one. Shudder. You, Steve, get yourself, get yourself Shudder, mate. Yeah. About five or a month. And I think it's on there. What do you think I am? Made you, money? You, you, I mean, you it, might, it, it's, it's, you'll, get a free, you'll get it free for a month anyway. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I, I've seen it once before. It was... <laughs> um, I, I, I caught it like late night Channel 4 once in a, the late 90s. And it... it it was old then. <laughs> yeah, I know it's old. I've, def- I've definitely heard of it. I know. I, I think know I've told you mean. about it before. What, before what's before it about? Now. I can even picture the video cover, even though I don't is think it, I've ever seen it. Is it a horror film about bodies? I, um, no, I, I wouldn't say it's a horror film about bodies. It's it's about a parent. Oh, there's a few films called Society, and I'm trying to make sure it's like we're on the same. Sheep really is is. Oh, I God. think I think you're way. probably it's it yeah it, it's defined as an American body horror film. Is it plot defined uh, directed by Brian Usner? Yeah, from the producers of Reanimator, which is yeah. a favourite of mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1989 yeah. film. Well, I think that's on Shudder, and if it is, Steve, you can get out for a month, and it's. I think there's even a Joe Bob Briggs version of that. With uh, I'll have to look it up. If if there is, that'll give you a, like a running commentary as well, like which is amazing, to be honest. Anyway, I'll look it up and I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Whether it's you know, I'm sure you can get a week for free, and there are a couple of different versions of it. I mean, ho- hopefully, watching. we all actually watch the same film. <laughs> yeah, but there, there is a there's a guy called Joe Bob Briggs, and he he like introduced the film, and then like every fifteen or twenty minutes, it it, it, it stopped the movie and give you some interesting facts, and it's all very very funny, and a lot of people watch those versions because they are brilliant. Right, um, I, I mean, if I've, you ever get a chance to watch it, it is fucking hilarious. I've certainly not seen that particular version. Um, there was no additional explanation for what the no. fuck was going on in the So you, you just watched, watched the film, which is... Yeah. Yeah. I'm up for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's, 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 it's fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's orgies in it, Steve. You might like that. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Have we decided then? I had to so nip- next week, we're doing I had to nip society. off for a piss. I apologise. That's yeah. very unprofessional. That's, that's, that's okay. So we're doing society next week. Um, yeah. Quick thing, I want to know if anyone's actually listening to this. So, um, on Twitter, contact me, you know, say hi, anything. First person who does gets a free copy of The Boy 2 on Blu-ray. And a photograph of my new kitchen. 
Yeah, and a photo of his new kitchen and... <laughs> An offer you can't refuse. And you might get a cottage pie, if you're lucky, from Stephen. So, uh, Will they? Is it cottage or is it... What's, what's the other one, oh, Steve? Listen, just get on with it. Come it'll on. Be... What's the... <laughs> it'll be something... So, Stephen's shepherd's pie yeah. made of... What is it? Shepherd's, yeah. right? Or cottages made of bricks. Anyway, let's know. If, if you contact us on Twitter, just just send me a message to say, I'm listening, Kev, it's, 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 fine. it's, it's good, it's shit, whatever. But I will. I don't care where you are in the world. I will send you a copy of The Boy Two on Blu-ray, and Brahms The Boy Two, and uh, I'll try and give some away every week if I can because I do get sent bits and pieces. Um, yeah. So let me know, and I will send you a copy. And it, it is shit, but I'll still send it to you anyway, and you can uh, and watch it. So if you, you know, I'm not, I might actually tweet you just so you send me a shit movie. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's 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 okay. So, um, what, what what was the criteria again? Someone just has to tweet, and they'll get a free tweet. movie. Exactly. Well, you got two and million I'll... tweets. Yeah, I was well, say, no, why... it's the first person I oh, said, oh, not the okay. second person. I missed that one. The second person will well, get definitely be a Graham. shepherd's pie, <laughs> and the third person will get a photo of Graham's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky. Well, actually, we could all do that because no one else has heard it yet so i can tweet you now yeah well yeah. you should i'll have to tweet. send myself a photo so of my you can kitchen. tweet <laughs> so you can tweet us at the bones horror pod or on facebook you can get us on there as well at the bones horror podcast um you know leave us a, a five star review if you want on on apple or whatever so that was episode 14 bird box so we'll be back next week with episode 15, the 1989. Actually, it was not released until 1992, by the looks of it. In the US. Apparently yeah, it was released 89 in London and then three ah. years later in the US. So yeah, so 1989's Society by the producers of Reaminator. So if you haven't seen Reaminator, go and watch that. It's great fun. So we will see you next week. See you later. Later, dudes. Bye.